Hey everybody, it's your local psychologist here, Psych Chrissy. Welcome to the Well AF podcast where all of your health and wellness is delivered in a no BS manner. Before you wreck yourself, yeah. Hey everybody, it's Psych Chrissy here. Um, I'm actually coming to you guys live from the wellness center tonight. <laughs> <laughs> rather than my home office so that's a little bit exciting um but how are we all happy 2020 to you um you would have saw my broadcast a couple of weeks ago but um this week i'm really starting to kick into the motivational content to really help you set the scene for having an amazing 2020. So tonight is all about, and I'm going to swear guys, so a little bit of a disclaimer, cover the kids ears. <laughs> um, tonight is about um, how to own your own shit. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of the time in private practice, when I have clients come to me, and honestly, not even just private practice, but all of the different psychology and the coaching work that I do. One of the biggest pain points for people is that, you know, when they come to me, they're often blaming or what we would call in psychology land is externalizing. They are attributing their adversity and their turmoil and their difficulties to things that are outside of themselves. So it could be situations, it could be people, it could be events, certain relationships, workplaces, you know, there's a whole lot of external factors that they solely place the blame on for their own well, their, their own personal difficulties. And what we know is that position or that outlook or that mindset is very, very damaging. And, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why it's such a problem that you know, why isn't it a good idea to blame situations, circumstances, people, events, relationships, workplaces for some of the problems that we have in our lives? And don't get me wrong, people, like there are dynamics in those um, in those situations or those um, scenarios that can create a lot of psychological turmoil and unrest or contribute to it, but it's not the only thing. Okay, that, that is often destabilizing you or making you feel like you're, you know, um, you're struggling or you're um, feeling overwhelmed with emotions. Um, and I like this saying, and I have said it on my live broadcast before, guys. Hang on, sorry, I'm just, um, every time I get on a live broadcast, I forget that I can't see the comments. <laughs> so I'm just bringing up the page just in case anyone wants to speak to me uh, while I'm doing my live. But um, I try and encourage the the mentality of things don't happen to you, they happen because of you, all right? So have a little bit of a think about that. Things don't happen to you, they happen because of you, all right? And it's that encourage you, encouraging you to adopt a stance or a position of responsibility. Why on earth would I want you to do that? Because um, there is always something that you can assume responsibility for. And again, why on earth would I want you to do that is because it gives you a sense of control or that you can actually do something about your situation. Because when you think about it, if you're walking around pointing the finger at this and that and that person and this scenario and, and that situation, you've got no ability 
to do anything about whatever's going on in your life. When you're fully externalized and you're fully placing the blame on those external things to you. And and I often find that a lot of the, the difficulty associated with that, I see the symptoms of people persistently blaming the external for their adversity. You know, there's feelings of powerlessness, there's hopelessness, there's victim stance and victim mentality, there's lots of overwhelm and stress, there's depression, there's a, you know, there's quite a bleak outlook for people that adopt this stance. So straight away, you know, I want to try and snap people out of that mindset and go, no, no, there's a different way of looking at this. You know, it might be that you're in a shitty relationship because of a whole range of unhealthy relationship dynamics, but there is a position that you can take where you can actually do something about that. Same as workplaces, same as, you know, challenging situations. When you evaluate and sit down and appraise what's going on, I can bet you 100% of the time, there is always something that you can take control of or something that you can do about that situation that can actually make you feel better. So I'm going to teach you some step guys. I'm going to get you to think about really challenging situations in this way. And, and for those of you that are watching, um, can't see any comments rolling up. So I'm just going to assume that everyone's just watching quietly and intently or Facebook is stuffing me up once again, <laughs> whatever. Um, but I'm going to give you guys some steps of how to find control in what seems to be an out of control situation in your life, because it will actually make you feel better if you can get a sense of control and, a, and, and you're able to problem solve in a way that gets you a better outcome. So number one step is the ability to self-evaluate. Now, don't get me wrong, guys. It is a skill, all right? It is a skill that you've got to develop over time. You know, people don't always have bucket loads of self-awareness. You know, they I speak about walking around with the blindfold on. I've spoken about that a lot. But that ability to stand back and go, um, you know, how did I potentially contribute to this situation? You know, is there a role that I played in this scenario? Um, not even is there, what role did I play in this situation eventuating? You know, and it can be so challenging. You know, you can be sitting there going, I am right. I didn't do anything. You know, you can really be challenged by that, um, that I suppose imposition that you place on yourself to find, you know, and evaluate how you might have contributed to a certain scenario. But I can tell you, like, if you really struggle with that, Often getting help and, and presenting the scenario to a friend and going, come on, give me some feedback. Is, is there any, you know, and find a good friend that's not just going to blow steam up your butt. <laughs> Someone that is, is robust and they're more than willing to give you some, um, some uh, constructive feedback about a scenario. If you're really blindfolded and you're going, I really can't see the forest through the trees here. I really don't believe I've done anything wrong. Present your scenario to somebody and just say, if I was to take responsibility for anything in this, situ in this situation, what do you reckon it would be? 
You know, is it the way that I've communicated? Is it a series of behaviors that I've engaged in in the lead up to the event? Is it something that I've said? Is it something I haven't said? Is it something that I've neglected to do? You know, all of that self-evaluation and appraisal will help you look for something in that situation that you can do. All right, because often in evaluating how you might have contributed, there are a range of remedies or um, behaviors, actions uh, that you can take to actually contribute to a positive outcome for that scenario. So that's number one. Number two, um, then question yourself. So the situation, the relationship, the drama, whatever it is that's happened that you're you know, you, you, you're really strong on saying, I didn't do anything, but we've moved past that. You've, you've found something that you can take responsibility for. The next step is standing back and going, how can I react to this in a helpful way? Because one of the things that we tend to do when we feel like something is someone else's fault or a situation's fault or something else is to blame, we get really angry <laughs> and we potentially behave or react in ways that later on we can come to regret, um, you know, or we, we react or behave in ways that come to bite us on the bottom later on. So it actually can inflame our situation or make it worse. So the challenge is to then step back and go, how can I respond or react to this situation in a helpful way, in a way that's not going to inflame, aggravate, make my situation worse and actually potentially contribute to a positive outcome? So that's step number two. Step number three is then also working out, okay, well, if I was going to actually do something here or um, make a change or problem solve or try and find a solution or an outcome, what can I get hold of in this scenario? What can I do? What can I take hold of? What can I propose? What can I actually, you know, this is you finding your level of control in the scenario and then taking action to influence an outcome that, that goes in your favor or that goes in everyone's favor, really. Um, so that's you then not only um, questioning yourself in terms of what do I have control over, but then the fourth stage is actually then engaging in behaviors that are going to get you a desirable outcome. This is a win-win scenario, guys, you know, and it does actually um, fly in the face of you just sitting there feeling hopeless and bleak and wondering what the hell are you going to do. This is a four-step plan that can help you in absolutely any situation where you're feeling targeted or victimized or you feel like there's stuff blowing up that you think, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Um, you know, so self-evaluating working out how you might have contributed, reacting in a way that is helpful and is going to lead to a positive outcome, um, both from an emotional stance and from a behavioral stance, working out in the scenario what you actually do have control of, and then taking action um, over the controllable factors or the behaviors or the things that you can actually do to remedy the situation. So if you've got a problem or a difficulty in your life, or something that's been upsetting you, that you've been sitting there feeling really powerless, or you've just been thinking, there's nothing that I can do in this situation that I feel is going to give me a positive outcome. I challenge you to follow this four-step process and to really have a think about that scenario in a different way, guys. So 
there we go. There's some hot tips on how to own your own shit so that you can actually get some control over some of the challenges and the difficulties that you're facing in your life. Because my take-home message, guys, is there's always something that you can take responsibility for. You can always own your little deficits or your little challenges or you know your little problem areas so that you can get a better outcome for yourself. Always, always. And I often, you know, my clients, it's you know, it can be quite challenging in therapy to have clientele come along and work on themselves in that way. And that's probably why I'm not everyone's cup of tea, because sometimes they just think, oh, for God's sake, can't it be someone else's fault for a change. <laughs> and it's like, we don't, we can't work on everybody else. The only person that we can work on is you. So trying to create that centered grounded approach to owning things will give you a level of power and control over your own life that will effectively, you know, um, lead to less feelings of hopelessness, despair, you know, and give you more, um, a, a stronger sense of clarity and control in your life. So, there we go, guys. Who's going to go out and follow my four-step method of owning your own shit and taking control in your life? Trust me, if you start doing some of this stuff, you will feel better. I promise you. A, mil a million times over, you're going to feel better. So thanks for listening tonight, guys. You know, I always love it when you share the post because there's probably lots of people out there that need to hear this at the moment. <laughs> um, you know, so share me around share the video so that I can get out there and, and spread the wellness message to as many people as possible. So there we go, guys. I hope it's been helpful. Feel free to ask any questions or make any comments or DM us if you want to. Um, but I hope it's been helpful and I'll see you in another couple of weeks. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Well AF podcast. If you love listening to Psych Chrissy, please share and subscribe to my podcast or catch all the action on the Infinity Wellness page on Facebook at Infinity Wellness Centre.